Don't take this as a check the box activity. I have to do this to graduate, so I'm just gonna do it because employers are gonna hire you based more on what you've learned and what you bring to their environment versus just your GPA or just that you graduated and you have a piece of paper. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at workinsports.com, Brian Clapp. Happy Monday, everybody. We're almost at Labor Day, and we're also in a season where a lot of college students are heading back to school. And as I've mentioned the last couple episodes, a lot of professors have come to me and said, can you make some of that foundational content again? Can you start to discuss some of these really important concepts that can help our students build a foundation for how they're gonna get into the sports industry and gain attention and attraction. So I've been going through my archives, been trying to find certain topics that I think are important to refresh, and at the same time, looking at inbound questions. All of you out there that are, listen- that are listening can have your question answered on an episode of our podcast. Just email me, bclap at workinsports.com. You can message me on LinkedIn. You can DM us on our Twitter account at, at workinsports. But I've been going back through, looking through a lot of the inbound questions and thinking, what are some of those foundational concepts that people really wanna know? So this is a good one. And before I get into it, I want to let you know, just had an interview yesterday with Femi Abafefe, who is the a host, reporter, analyst in the sports betting channel VSIN, VSIN, which is Vegas Sports and Information Network. Femi started out on air, local news, uh, local sports, I should say. So Bend, Oregon, Spokane, Washington, Seattle, Washington, COVID hits, boom. He loses his dream job in a top 15 market in Seattle, but then he starts to find his niche, define it, get into sports betting, and he's now one of the top sports betting analysts out there at VSIN, which is a really cool network. He and I met at Hashtag Sports a couple weeks ago, a month ago man. now, I don't know, time is all relative. Really hit it off and I wanted to get him on the show. Just conducted that interview yesterday, it's going to air on Wednesday, and Femi is amazing, so I think you guys are all going to really enjoy it. Make sure you tune into that for right now. Let's talk to your questions. This one comes from Molly in Alabama. Hi, Brian. I'm a junior in college, and as part of my curriculum requirements, I have to do an internship. I don't have much on my resume right now, and I keep hearing how competitive top internships are. How do I, someone without much experience, stand out from the crowd for a prime career-defining internship? Lots of thoughts here, Molly, and this is one of those foundational concepts that I really want to dig into. First thing I want to get into is that you say, I have to do this as part of my curriculum. And... I get it. You're realizing those requirements are in front of you. But I got to tell you and everybody else out there, this is one of those extremely important things you'll get to do. If you just find the easiest thing that's on campus and advertised or whatever, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with on-campus internships. Sometimes working in the athletic department can be a great opportunity. I'm not saying that. But if you just go for the lowest hanging fruit and you don't really dive into it and you don't really go after those really big career-defining opportunities, you're missing the real point here. Don't take this as a check the box activity. I have to do this to graduate, so I'm just going to do it. This is a massive opportunity for you because employers are going to hire you based more on what you've learned and what you bring to their environment versus just your GPA or just that you graduated and you have a piece of paper. That's not going to define you. So this is a really important step in that process. Also, at the same time, you did say at the end there, how do I stand up for the crowd for a prime career-defining internship? At the same time, I don't want you to put too much pressure on yourself. You're going to have multiple opportunities to do internships. And there's a strategy that goes into that as well. Part of what I'm going to tell you is, before we get into these these step-by-steps of what I want you to do, I like the idea of everybody graduating having done at least two internships, more if you can. But one of them 
um, do it at a smaller organization, a minor league baseball team, a uh, small marketing agency. Don't come out of the gates thinking I got to work for, you know, uh, the Braves, Atlanta Braves or something like that, because that's going to be harder right now. My philosophy is if you go do an internship at a smaller organization, you're going to get a taste of a lot of different things. Think about minor league baseball. They have to perform every single night. They perform under these extreme circumstances, just like my major league teams do, but they have a much smaller staff. So when you intern, you're going to get to do a lot of things. You're going to work in operations. You're going to work in facilities. You're going to work in the press box. You're going to work in the, the box office. You're going to have so many different things you get exposed to, and you can really learn what you like the best and gain a lot of ex hands-on experience. Same thing with a small marketing agency. You might be writing email campaigns. You might be working on their webinar platforms. I don't know what it is, but you might be doing those things in your, in your marketing efforts. You might be making sales collateral. You're not going to do that with the Atlanta Braves. You're going to have a very narrow experience, but you're going to surround yourself with some of the best people in the business. You're going to observe a lot. You're going to get networking that's top level. But let's get into an actual process because you know me, I want you to walk out of this with a plan. I want you to walk out of these conversations with a do these things and you'll be in a good position. Number one, when you're starting to put together your ideas for interning, your first move should be building a target list. So start to build out and research and learn what are those businesses or organizations or leagues or agencies that are within, I don't know, 40, 50 miles of your campus or your home, depending on what time of year it is. If you work at a big D1 school, I mean, the athletic department is a great opportunity because those are large businesses, uh, but they really do function like any other business organization. And you might have an in since you're there on campus. But if you don't go to one of those larger schools, you got to get into that surrounding area and really start to understand what's out there. Start to prioritize your list based on how well this organization aligns with your career goals. Now, you might not know what your career goals are yet. That's okay. But if you really want to work in you know, sports marketing, well, it makes sense to lean that direction towards an organization that does those things. So not just proximity. Also, what do they do? Does it align with where I want to go? Does it align with where I think I want to go? If you start to just build that list, it gives you an idea of the opportunities that are out there, and then you can be impactful in your outreach. From there, you can start networking. So if you've built yourself a list of, here are 10 to 20 organizations in my area that I think could be really beneficial to my internship plan. So go on LinkedIn, start to look at uh, people who've graduated within the last five years and are at these organizations doing something that may interest you. So this is beneficial in two fronts. You're building your network, but you're also building a connection in the building. And this is important because you're going to do your standard networking kind of outreach. You're going to give them a little bit of a reason why. So to recap quickly, if you're going to reach out to somebody on LinkedIn, you want to make sure you always add a note. You have 300 characters to do that. If you're connected with somebody on your phone, you don't get that option. If you're connecting with somebody from your laptop, you get that option. So make that choice first. So let's say it's somebody with the Atlanta Braves. And your, your copy may be, hey, I'm a, I'm a junior at University of Alabama. I live in Atlanta during the summers. I'm really interested in all that you do as an operations coordinator with the Atlanta Braves. Would love to connect and continue to learn from you. You'd probably want to mention there that you're a sports management major or something along that line. And again, if you want to work in sports sales, look at account executives, sales coordinators, inside salespeople, group managers, and start to connect with those people that make a lot of sense. My secondary advice is find them on Twitter and look at what their tone is like. If they're active on somewhere like Twitter, 
and you see, or Instagram, whatever platform you're most comfortable with, but I would say look at both maybe, and start to see how they interact. If they've graduated in the last five years, start to see how they interact with people, what kind of stuff they're sharing. I do this with our work and sports podcast when I'm trying to select guests. I'll do a little bit of research into who they are, and if I think they have an interesting job title, then I'll look at their Twitter feed and I'll be like, do they have this mentality of sharing? Do they want to help others? Are they fun? Are they engaging? Like you can start to get an understanding for what somebody's personality may be like. And then you can start to understand whether this is a good person for me to network at this organization. Once you have made this connection and you've followed a lot of our networking plans, which you can listen to in other podcasts, and you are building a relationship, now when the time comes that you're going to apply for an internship at the organization, you reach out and you say, hey, I just noticed this internship with the, with the Braves. I'm going for it. You have any advice? So you're not asking them to help you. You're not asking them for a referral because they don't know you. You're just asking if they have any advice. And you never know where they're going to take that. They may say something like, oh my gosh, yeah, I know the person that's the intern coordinator. I'll put your resume and send it over to me. Or they may say, I know they're really looking for somebody that has you know, a little bit of sales experience. So make sure you highlight that on your resume. This is how you get an in inside the organization. So the third thing I would suggest can also do informational interviews in this world. We just had a podcast about how to do informational interviews, but this can be part of your internship strategy. So you can do an outreach and say, hi, uh, we connected a few weeks ago. I've been really enjoying the content and thought leadership you share. I'm trying to learn, learn as much as I can about the sports industry and set myself up for success in my career. Could I possibly get 15 minutes of your time on the phone or Zoom to ask a few career-focused questions? The keys in that kind of outreach are that you gave it a parameter, 15 minutes. Zoom or phone call, career-minded questions, sports career-minded questions that frame somebody else's mind to say, I understand what they're asking of me, I understand the time commitment, and that makes somebody more likely to say yes. So all that first three things were pre-work, now we're getting into the, what do you do when you're actually applying? Focus your resume. You may not have a lot of experience, but make sure what you do have is tailored to this internship opportunity. Here's what I mean. Study the internship description, isolate what the skills they are looking for, and then make sure you focus on them. Are they asking for writing experience, sales experience, customer service, marketing? Look for parallels in your life that line up with these needs. So here's an example. Waiting tables is customer service and sales. Leverage that in your resume. Promoting your club in school is a marketing job. Leverage that in your resume. Nobody uh, taking in applications for interns expects you to have crazy experience. They're looking for parallels. They're looking for alignment with your major. They're looking for things that will be enough they can hold on to and say, I think there's something here I can work with. So if you're targeting the right companies, making the right networking opportunities, doing some informational interviews, and then tailoring your resume to fit the demand of what they're looking for, you're giving off these signals that you are going at this in a very intentional manner. And that's what employers are looking for. How responsible, mature, thoughtful you are, those sort of things will really play out. And to go one layer deeper, the last thing I'm going to mention, remember your resume is very two-dimensional. It doesn't show all of you. So consider building out a personal website. It really helps with your personal branding. You can show additional things that you've done creatively. You could put pictures of you going to golf events. You could put pictures of you competing in sports in, in high school. It could just be things to help tell your story a little bit. That personal website can continue to improve and change over the years, but having it and establishing it that can tell a little bit more about who you are can be really beneficial at this point 
point of getting an internship. So if you want to stand out for these top of the line, career defining, competitive internships, you have to have a strategy and approach. And if you do these things, you're more likely to get them. And then you're going to have a resume that by the time you graduate stands out with skills learned and places that you've been. So now you have all these things that you've been able to achieve and do and businesses on your resume that stand out. Because as I've said many times before, when I'm hiring and I would see somebody that did an internship at ESPN or they did an internship at the, uh, the War- Golden State Warriors or they worked for the Big Ten Network, right away I'm like, right on. This person has some real high level experience. I can work with that. So you want to get a balance of both. Things you can do and some impressive things on your resume. To stand out for these competitive internships, this is how you do it. Don't forget to tune into Femi Abifefe on Wednesday. He's the host of the GM Shuffle with Michael Lombardi and a sports betting analyst at VEASAN. Thanks for listening, everybody. I appreciate every single one of you. I hope some of this foundational recap interview knowledge is going to help you on your sports career journey. 